Blog Talk Radio. For all your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at blueberryproductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Hey there, your yard took a real beating this summer. Luckily, Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard has your back. Just feed your grass with Scott's again this fall when the air is cool and the soil is warm. It's the perfect time to give your lawn a boost. If you do, Winter Guard will give your yard the nourishment it needs to help weak, thin grass recover and support root growth, giving you a greener, more resilient lawn both now and next spring. Guaranteed. Grab a bag of Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard today. You'll be back to barbecuing in no time. This is a Scott's Yard. Hey, parents, we all try to be extra careful with our children in the car, but then we get an important call or text. Remember, our children are watching. Make every drive a good example. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash BITZ to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student-athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academics.com and athleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404 542 Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show, covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. out there in the great northwest out there i'm good too good to be honest with you jr yes indeed well sean i wanted to ask you about the trailblazers themselves because the owner paul just sadly passed away mm-hmm. so i want to kind of get you a feel for what does that mean going forward with neil o'shea and terry stotts and contract wise who have where how's the team going to be handled going forward there 
Well, you know, I think a lot of it is up in the air right now. You know, Paul Allen wasn't married. He didn't have kids. So his sister is actually uh, the next in line in terms of inheriting all his assets. And she's been pretty public about how she doesn't really have any interest in being a sports owner or really being involved in running a team. So I think the team is going to get sold at some point. And, you know, who that is, I have no idea. You know, it's probably going to be several months, maybe even up to a year before that gets resolved. But obviously with how well the NBA is doing right now, there are are definitely – billionaires and millionaires lining up you know to to you know to talk to the league office and say hey if a team ever comes available keep us in mind and then you know the league has a process of vetting all those people to make sure they actually have the money that they say they have and they make sure that all their stuff is in good standing and so you know it's going to take a few months to sort through all of that stuff but you know i do expect the team to get sold at some point and what happens beyond that i really don't know so would you say maybe give stability for a year, maybe to Terry Stotts and Neil O'Shea if the season kind of doesn't go the way folks plan it, plan it to go? Yeah, I wouldn't imagine there'd be some sweeping changes at any time soon. Usually when there's a new ownership group, you kind of see this. Usually when you know when somebody new is in charge, they're going to want to bring in their own coach or their own GM or all that kind of stuff. But you know they have a pretty good track record here the last uh, several years, so maybe whoever the new owners are, Whenever that gets resolved, they're going to, you know, want to just keep things as they are. But, you know, who, who knows? I think it's going to, like I said, it's going to be a while before any of that is resolved. So I wouldn't expect there to be any changes anytime soon. And you was just up there when uh, the, the T-Wolves came to town mm-hmm. up there, man. How crazy of a mess was Jimmy Butler in that situation with Thibodeau and his team? Because I feel like this, that team just just a – going through the motions, wait for him to be gone whenever Tibbs and Glenn Taylor and Scott Layden pull the trigger on him. It's just wild to see it up close because, I mean, Jimmy was, you know, he was around. He was in the locker room before and after the game, and he was, you know, at shoot-around hanging out. But then during the game, he stayed in the back. Tibbs said he was getting treatment, but he just wasn't out there on the bench. Uh, so it's, it's just kind of this, in this weird in-between zone of, you know, he's around the team, but he kind of decides when he's going to play. He played against the Clippers last night. He's probably going to play against the Lakers tomorrow night because that game is on ESPN and the league doesn't like it when players don't play on their national TV games. But uh, it's just kind of a really weird spot that everybody's in and nobody really looks good coming out of it. Yeah, and do you feel like Tibbs maybe missed up when I'm taking a deal for Miami, sitting around Josh Richardson, the first-round pick, because it's not helping the team. He says he's about winning. I know he's trying to save his job and not get fired, but the team is not going anywhere. This is just a mess. So I was going to be a cloud over the team no matter what they do. So how about it's made it that deal with Miami when you could? But now it's, now it's you're playing real games and it's just, just going badly for you. He, they definitely should have done something. But, you know, one, one, I, think, I think the moment that really had turned was, when Jimmy missed the start of training camp, but then he came back a couple weeks in and uh, returned to practice and had that whole that whole ordeal where you know he basically showed up everybody in scrimmage and then did the interview with Rachel Nichols and like he, it should this should have been done before that point and I mean I get wanting to hold out for the best offer that you can get and not feeling like your hands are tied but like it's it, it and it's just you can just tell I was around you know being around the team the other night. You can just tell all of them are just so over this, and they just don't. They just are ready for this whole thing to to be done. They should have. They should have just gotten out in front of this back, you know, during training camp or shortly into the season. And now I, that, you know, Josh Richardson is playing pretty well in Miami. I don't know if that deal is even still on the table for them right now. Exactly, and, and you know, if I was a team that Jimmy Butler may sign with this offseason, I wouldn't trade for him because, as me, you and I both know. 
when the Knicks traded for Melo, you lost those four pieces, and the team was depleted when he got there. And the Knicks was always behind the eight ball because they had trade because Anthony wanted to beat the CBA, and really didn't change that much, but it hurt the Knicks going forward. Yeah, I would agree. Now, Miami and Houston, which are the two teams you kind of hear about now are as maybe still being in the Knicks, those teams are in kind of different situations than that New York thing by with Carmelo because those teams aren't going to have cap space going forward. And so if they want to get Jimmy Butler, they have to trade for him. But, yeah, if you're a team like the Knicks or the Clippers or some of these other teams, like the Nets that you heard about as being you know possible to do this summer, those teams are all going to have enough cap space to just sign them outright. And, yeah, they're and so far from everything that we're hearing none of those teams are really interested in giving up pieces to trade for him now when they feel like they'll have a chance to sign him in the offseason. So, you know, I think those teams are kind of making the right call there. And also, uh, Kyrie Irving got fined $25,000 by the league for throwing the ball to Sands last night because he was pissed off that Jamal Murray tried to go for 50. And I'm a big Kyrie guy. I love talking to the guy when I see him in Atlanta here or when they, when they come to town. But you should have been mad when dude got 40, 45, 48. I mean, you should have been mad then. He's, he's working you that good. Boston, one of the best defensive teams in the league, and you get this guy go off like this, and then you're mad he's trying to go for 50. Now, you know, I know you might not like it, but, hey, you should have stopped and did somebody in the first, second, third quarters, too, before he got to that point. Yeah, I agree with I feel I feel the same way right you now. You know how in baseball a pitcher gives up a home run and then they feel like the person, like if the player like flips his bat or like or like sits and watches the home run, yeah. like get, you know they they get mad at that and like oh you're disrespecting the game or you're violating the and rules like okay you, you're mad the guy celebrated the home run don't give up the home run don't let Jamal Murray go off for four. now now I would I would understand it more if the Celtics had won the game and then it looked like oh Jamal Murray was just trying to get fifty points in a loss that would be kind of a bad look but like. Kyrie, like, they beat the Celtics. The Nuggets beat the Celtics, and Kyrie Irving was mad that Jamal Murray was trying to get to 50. Like, you guys just lost, and you you, you let him go for 48. You guys have bigger things to worry about than whether he takes a shot uh, at the buzzer in a game that was already decided. So I I did – I mean, I, I guess I get it. You know, you're a competitor. You know, Kyrie's frustrated in the moment. It's whatever. But now he's, like, coming out today and talking about, oh, I felt disrespected, and I think that was a petty move. But, like, okay, don't let the guy go for 48. Exactly. You know, like when when you're hot. I mean, a, a guy's getting mad because you know, Kyrie's a great offensive player. He can go off like that as well. Like if he got fifty or something, are, are people gonna be mad about it? No. I mean, just they can stop you. Sometimes you're just gonna get work some nights, and that's what happened last night. Yeah, and I and I and I, and I remember this. Uh, you know, a, a number of years ago, I think this is when Nicholas Batum was still on the Blazers. He took a shot uh, at the end of a game against the Spurs to get a triple double and like you know then he came out and said like oh i'm sorry like that was disrespectful like the game was over and i was going for my stats and greg popovich they asked greg popovich about it and he was like i don't care <laughs> like that's just kind of a, like it, it's just it's exactly just, it's, just, it's, just, it's just i don't know i just i i always have kind of a problem with whenever people are talking about oh this isn't the, violating the unwritten rules or oh it's disrespecting the game like you know you if you if Kyrie is mad that uh that that jamal murray had 48 and tried to get to 50 in a game like he shouldn't have let him get to that many points in the first place. And two more examples from NFL. People met about Thomas doing the Joe Horn celebration on Sunday, and people met about Kevin Byer going to the Cowboys star last night. Well, if you don't want it to happen, don't throw an interception. Don't let him score a touchdown. Exactly. No, I mean, it's just the same like I was saying earlier with the bat flip or, or anything like that in baseball. Like, don't give up the home run if you don't want the guy celebrating it. Exactly. Uh, people, should, people should have fun. Be not taking so seriously. Hey, you want not to stop them, please. Now, 
this is why I want to stop, you know, Sean, is this. The Cavaliers paying coaches. The people that are still paying Mike Brown, T. Lou, David Blatt. Now Larry Drew worked them for a buyout after they get a new coach next season. <laughs> yeah. Larry Drew. For, I mean, Larry Drew played hardball and won with the Cavs. But I, I, I must admit, if I'm going to take all them losses, you're going to pay me for it. I agree with Larry. Now, Larry Drew, when he's in Atlanta, he wasn't the best to deal with. But, you know, I get what I get what he did. What he did. Yeah, I don't. I, I'll, well, first of all, I'll never blame anybody for trying to get the money that they can if they have the leverage to do it. So, there's, so first of all, there's that. But also, like, just some of these situations that Larry Drew has been in. I was just talking about, like, the Bucks are in town tonight, so I was just talking about this with some of the Bucks guys this morning. Uh, that you know, I don't know if you, if you remember this, uh, several years ago, you know, the, 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 when, we, when the Jason Kidd was in the process of basically getting engineering his move over to the Bucks from the Nets after he tried to take over that organization. And this was like being reported as being done. And then in the middle of that, the, uh, the, uh, you know, the, the Bucks draft Jabari Parker with the number two pick. They have their introductory press conference with Jabari after, uh, after the draft. And like they, they trot out Larry Drew to sit next to him at the press conference and say, uh, and talk about like, oh, we're building this great future together. And meanwhile, behind the scenes, this is all being worked out that, you know, Jason Kidd is going to go there. And like two days later, he gets it. Now, so Larry Drew has kind of gotten a raw deal in some of these situations before so yeah i mean you you know he's in this situation where they fire ty Lu six games into the season and he's going to be the interim coach yeah you want to you want he wants to get paid a little bit more and get some guarantee for next season like yeah i, I don't blame him at all for that exactly and if i'm t Lou, i am so glad that i got fired because i'm gonna take all them losses deal with all all that headache and pain ty Lu already has enough health issues he takes it very seriously so forth, he, he stresses himself out. So we don't need he is hard going crazy all the losses he's gonna be taking out this year. So I'm happy for Tilo to get something, get healthy, get recharged, and maybe he's waiting in the bullpen to take Luke Walton's job next year. Yeah, yeah. I, I as soon as I saw that, like there was you know there was a talk today that they fired Ty Lue, like oh it wasn't fair to him. I really don't think Ty Lue was losing a lot of sleep over getting fired. He's still getting. Dan Gilbert is still paying him $15 million, and he doesn't have that those wins, those losses. Like, he, like that record is not going to go in his resume. Now, as far as what happens with the Lakers, I have no idea. I know he has a good relationship with LeBron. Uh, I guess one guy I would maybe keep an eye on if that were to come to a head, and I don't know if that's going to happen anytime soon, but uh, back in Cleveland, like, like when, when Ty Lue first took over, like when, when David Blatt was still there, uh, they, you know, LeBron's people wanted Mark Jackson because Mark Jackson signed with Clutch, and so he you know, has the same agency. And the Cavs said basically, no, we're not hiring Mark Jackson. So I don't know if, they, I don't know if that's the guy. I'm sure that's the guy that LeBron might push for because of the Rich Paul stuff. But that's another guy to keep an eye on. I don't know what's going on with Luke Walton. But, yeah, I mean, the Ty Lue thing is interesting. I don't know if he it would still be in the mix there. I know he and LeBron have a good relationship at this point, but that's a lot of stress to deal with. I don't know if that's something Ty Lue would want to sign up for again. And speaking of the Cavs, uh, Jared Smith is mad he's being benched, wants to be traded. Tristan Thompson un- unhappy talking about Colin Sexton. Kyle Cooper wants to be traded now from the Cavs. They are a big old mess. So it's time for him to trade those veterans, get some assets, because we know when LeBron was there, they gave away assets. Just trade those guys away from second-round picks and try to rebuild through the draft that way, find diamonds and diamond in the roughs and go, and go that way. Well, that's what they should do. and I mean, that, that's, But that's what they should have done when uh... – like as, like as soon as LeBron left, that's what they should have done. Like I like you know they gave Kevin Love that big extension, and I know it's going to be a little bit below market uh, going forward. But you know he's already you're already seeing he's going to be out the next month or two. So I don't know how much trade value he's going to have. Like J.R. Smith's trade value is probably non-existent at this point. I don't know how much you're going to get for 
some of those guys. And it's also the kind of thing they're under contract for so long that like you might as well just like teams are going to have more cap space next summer and teams are going to be able to take on some of those contracts a little bit next summer. And, you know, getting more draft picks in the short term, like the Cavs own draft pick is probably going to be top five with the way their season is going. So I don't know if that's really the most important thing for them. But, yeah, they really should have gone all in on the youth movement uh, at the start of the offseason and, and, and just gotten rid of all these veterans if they could have uh, at the time. That's what I got for you. The Warriors do it again. They found Alonzo McKinney, Alfonso McKinney out of G League, and like John Simmons was with, with the Spurs, and look at how he's playing, which makes it more apparent how Pat McCall screwed himself again because this guy's playing so well, they ain't going to convert their two-way into a, a, a probably a minimum contract eventually, and Pat McCall screwed himself again by thinking he's better than what he is. Now he's out in the cold somewhere still on the goals that's control they can match any deal yeah i mean if you're a guy like that it's, it's tough because it's not like he had a, a bigger deal that he left on the table because he wanted to go back to golden state this past summer you know those, those 2016 deals are still on the books and the salary cap didn't really go up very much so it's not like teams had a lot of money that they could have signed pat mccall so for him you sign the one-year qualifying offer or you know whatever other deal the one-year deal they negotiate you sign that deal you know get a ring you know, get your third ring uh, already, and then you know, then you just you know, next summer you go get paid, and he kind of misses opportunity there. I don't know what he's going to be able to do next summer, but uh, you know, we'll see. Yes, indeed, with Sean. Hey, good work as always, my good brother. We'll talk to you real soon, man. Hold it down in PDX, man. Yeah, good to talk to you, man. All right, folks. That's Sean Hyken here on the Boston Show, people. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. Today, we have them from Family Grind ENT, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to use two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, IllStreetRex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech, and 313 Fresh, Family Grind ENT. Believe in it, get it. A gorgeous tan from Suntan City gives you an inner glow that relights the fire when you run into your first crush. Vicky, who is that? An old boyfriend. Lucky you just tanned at Suntan City. Lucky he's single. We're doing lunch tomorrow. Won't be single for long then. During Tour of the City, try all five tans, including spray tan for just $4.99. Restrictions may apply. Click to buy now. When you're a teen, you finally get to make some of your own decisions. Who are you going to hang out with? What do you want to be? Are you going to glance at that text while driving? Remember, a split second is all it takes for something tragic to happen. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash BITZ to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. Tell me what you gonna do to me. Confrontation ain't nothing new to me. 
You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue, but you can't bring the truth to me. Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and SZA. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Yeah, yeah, it's your man, JC, the host with the most, baby, and it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby, 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m., only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar Memphis. 